Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. We have another great episode in store for you today, and we have a leader that has been a great customer of ours. We use the company that he works for a lot in the business and have gotten to know him over the years, and I'm excited for you to get to know him and just excited that he's spending time here today. And make sure you have a pen and paper because I'm sure he's going to drop lots of knowledge that we need to know in our careers. So today I have... Joe Panese with Davenport Energy, and he is currently the Director of Operations, and I cannot wait to talk to you today. Why, thank you, Alyssa. Glad to be here. Yes, and um, when I was, you know, starting this podcast, I, I was putting together a list of all the people I wanted to talk to, and you are always at the top of that list, so I just wow, appreciate you flattered. sitting down with me today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you're definitely someone I look up to, so I can't wait to get to know your story and what led you to where you are today. And so I'm just going to start with that question. If you could give our listeners and me some background on the path that led you to where you are today. All right. Well, very good. And and, uh, I actually have a sweatshirt that uh, I'm originally, I'm a Yankee. Okay. Uh, Don't don't, uh, cut the podcast off. (laughs) But anyhow, everyone um, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh, PA. But I have a sweatshirt that says where my story began. Yeah. And it has Latrobe, Pennsylvania on it. And, yeah. And uh, at first, I didn't think much about it. But, you know, as you get older, um, you kind of do have a story to tell. Yeah. Um, I've uh, relocated to uh, in my career to. Uh, move myself along and better myself type of thing. So um, in 1984, I graduated college from Indiana University of Pennsylvania. And at that time, up in the Pittsburgh area, the steel mills were Mm -hmm. really going by the wayside. Um, So employment uh, for college and non-college folks was kind of difficult. So I was never bashful. I was willing to pick up and move yeah. and uh, in 1985 um, after trying to gain employment up there in my field um, I taught at a community college for a year oh, and, uh-huh. uh, which as I look back on it probably was one of the best things that ever happened to me and that was uh, allowing me to talk to and educate people yeah. in, in the business Field right. that were 10 and 20 years older than I was. Yeah. So uh, it gave me a lot of confidence in, you know, talking in front of a group of people. So from there, I picked up, I had a cousin who is a doctor, um, and she was down at uh, Duke mm-hmm. doing a residency, and she told me, hey, uh, my family used to call me Joey, just like Joey Rogers, yeah. and uh <laughs> Why don't you come down here? There's a lot of jobs down to Research Triangle Park. So off I went, packed my little bag up, and lived with her for a while. And uh, about a year or so after that, I had a friend that worked for Southern States mm-hmm. in the agricultural side and mm-hmm. was telling me about this uh, training program for managers in the petroleum side. So 
Got me hooked up, sent a resume, had an interview, long story short, got a job, and I moved from Durham to South Boston. Yeah. June 30th, 1986, I started in the propane and fuel business. Awesome. Um, still still there. Look at you. Never left it. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, worked with Southern States for a while, uh, got moved uh, twice with them over the course of a little over three years. Mm-hmm. Um, my last stop with them, I actually found my wife. Awesome. Up in Nottaway County, who's been with my uh, journey for a long time. Yeah. Uh, my bride of 33 years. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, I consider that an accomplishment. It is. Or probably more so on her side, but uh, <laughs> um, sometimes I'm not the easiest. But anyhow, so I, I kind of felt I got homesick and uh, had wanted to go back up to Pennsylvania uh-huh. and we went back to PA uh, actually we married in Pennsylvania and uh, uh, moved to Carlisle uh, with another co-op similar to uh, Southern States it was called Agway mm-hmm. um, and I was in three locations with them so mm-hmm. got moved around and uh, after a while my wife said I don't think you were homesick I think you were sports sick Oh, yeah. I am a huge Pittsburgh fan. Yeah, okay. Now I understand. Got it. And uh, so anyhow, spent nine years back up there. Um, My wife enjoyed it. Didn't like the cold weather that much. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. Yeah, so uh, out of the blue, I had an opportunity to come down to Fredericksburg, Virginia, Mm -hmm. Uh, with Columbia Propane, and um, I decided to do that. It got my wife closer to her family, and still not too far from right. mine. Right. So, uh, made that move. Um, stayed with Columbia for, uh, I don't know, three or four years. We went through an acquisition. Uh, then I got on with Quarles Petroleum in Fredericksburg and spent 12 years with them. Um, we had two boys. One was born in State College while we were there, and the other one was born in Butler, Pennsylvania. And uh, so they were raised in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a different world. It, it is. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was bad for me. Or good, just uh, different. It was yeah. for my wife. Uh, Crew, Virginia is very small. Yeah. Um, in my locations that I worked, really was not in a big, big area. Right. Um, so. Fredericksburg was, there was a gap between Fredericksburg and Northern Virginia, yeah. but by the time we left, it was all considered one. So, uh, had met some people in the, in the industry through trade associations and things of that, you know, sort. So, Davenport was looking for a director of operations and uh, had a head under get in touch with me and said, you know, would you be interested in uh, Southside Virginia? Yeah. And I'm like, well, heck yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? So you know, where, who, and where, and um, you know, Davenport is actually uh, located corporately in Chatham, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So um, talked with them, and everything went well, and I came on board in November of thirteen, and moved the family south. Uh, boys were in college, and. I uh, won't dwell on, but a lot of people that may hear this know me. We had a son that we lost um, at sorry. 22 years of age. 
Um, so he wasn't with us. And part of the reason I made a move uh, to come down here was to kind of get away from uh, the area. Fresh start. So, yeah, it was a little tough, but, uh, it, you know, it, it was a growing experience and, and uh, a reality check that, you know, we are, we're humans. And, yeah. You know, so, uh, you, you, we came to grips with, you know, that's what happens. You mm -hmm. know, mistakes happen and accidents happen. So, yeah. So, anyhow, um, came on with Davenport. It'll be nine years. Um, I oversee all of our offices. We have seven offices yeah. uh, throughout Virginia. Um, and in my 37 years in the industry, this has been the best company I've ever worked for. It's a great family company with a family feel and uh, values and everything that goes with it. So uh, we, we know everybody uh, as, as one big family. And we see that, you know, on the side and you just talking about it, it just exudes energy and positive vibes and you can tell that you really love what you do. And, you know, being in a leadership role comes with a lot of responsibilities. Did you always know that you wanted to be in a leadership role and, and guide people? And you talked about, you know, teaching yeah. at the college and you liked it. Did you, is that when you knew or did you always know? To be honest with you, I was one of those immature young men going off to college who mm -hmm. really had no clue what they wanted to do. I, I, I really didn't. I went got a degree, and, and it, but it wasn't long after and when I got what I call my first real job in 86. <laughs> that's when I realized that, yeah, this, this is going to be fun. I like, I like people. Yeah. I'm very people-oriented, yeah. and uh, it's a people business, whether it's the people that work for you or the customers that you serve. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't long that I figured out this This is what I wanted to do, and um, yeah. I've stayed at it. Well, what characteristics do you think that you have that have made you so successful in this leadership role? Well, I guess some of my core values, um, I, I really am an honest person and an yeah. ethical person. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that's good, sometimes that isn't good, mm -hmm. and that... I, you know, I'm going to speak, and I'm going to speak the truth, and sometimes the truth, you know, mm -hmm. the whole thing, truth hurts, but I'd rather speak truthfully to somebody, and, and whether it's uh, in a reprimand or a uh, that-a-boy, right. um, you know, it's, I, yep. I like to shoot straight, so yeah. I think people that know me would say that I'm a sh straight shooter, Yeah. Uh, so. And so that's obviously your leadership style then, mm -hmm. a straight shooter. And, mm -hmm. you know, do you feel like you've always been like that or did you learn that? Because it's something, you know, Joey and I are growing a business mm -hmm. and we're trying to find our leadership style and where do we fit into this and what's most like us? Mm -hmm. Did you just always have that or did you have to learn that? Well, kind of learned that, you know, through through the uh, management training yeah. programs that Southern yeah. States and Agway actually had. Um, you learn to uh, lead, and most of the people that were my mentors were lead by example. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, you know, at one point I did anything that we did in our business. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, over the years, yeah. you, know, you get older, and 
and as you do uh, move up through the ranks a little bit, you get a little further away from it, but you never forget it. Sure. And so you you respect uh, everybody for what they do. Yeah. And so, you know, you've been through management training and, and you have lots of people that are coming on. I mean, seven locations, you said. You have people coming in all the time and starting their career and not sure, you know, what their style is or where they're going to fit in. So what advice would you give someone that's just starting out or trying to figure out where they want to be in their career? What mm -hmm. advice would you give them? Well, what I learned, especially in a move to a new location, yeah. um, open your ears a lot, mm -hmm. um, listen a lot before you start to try to lead yeah. um, and, and give direction. Um, listen to the people um, and when you know a lot of my people uh, you know are the frontline manager at the offices yeah. so um, you know I let them run their offices mm -hmm. That's big. Um, give some direction and support mm -hmm. that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned is let them be mm. uh, just give them some guidance and direction and then just monitor yep um, and then follow up but uh, be a lot of ears. You gotta, you gotta listen uh, before yeah. you. Um, you know, I think it's a part of gaining the mutual respect. Yeah, is to listen. Yeah, and you have people that look up to you, and you have a lot of people that look up to you. I mean, how many people are you know on your team, and do you kind of oversee? Well, I have seven team leaders. Seven team leaders. Okay. Four, four sales, uh, and then I have. In, a, in total, about 105 people. That but, is a lot. <laughs> it is a that lot. That is a lot. <laughs> and I know that so many of them look up to you, right? And they, they look for your guidance. They look up to you as a leader. They're, you're a role model to them. How does that make you feel to know that? Extremely uh, proud, I guess, is what yeah. I, you know, you, It makes you feel good. And again, these are just things that um, as you learn and grow, um, you know, because my first management position, I was only 26, 27 years right. old. And I was still a kid in my book. Yeah. You know, so, but now it's it's kind of, uh, it's nice uh, to see the accomplishments of the people that you lead mm -hmm. um, and recognize them. And, you know, I'm, I'm as excited, you know, for their results as they are mine. And in my yeah. business, my results are all, all depend upon the team and yeah. uh, we've got a good team and uh, it's kind of interesting at, at Davenport which um, you know I've worked for a lot of companies that use the word team but yeah. you know we're not considered an associate or an employee we are called a team member That's right and we not only say that but we show that every day so that you see it I see it in the community and um, you're so right on that and what are some, or a, or some, lessons that you have learned along the way that you take with you through your career? It's probably some of the things, especially if it's, you know, you get into a personnel type thing, mm. is, is really listen and get your facts and uh, before you make a decision mm. one way or That's the other, advice. I guess. I mean, again, yeah. it's, it, it, listening to me is so critical, and I, I wasn't the best 
when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and once I've learned to do that, that's probably been one of the biggest, biggest things. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's great advice um, because you know not leading with emotion and figuring out the facts is yep. so important in this journey. So I think that's great. Uh, what motto do you live by? Well, you know, we're, you know, I guess what I would say if I look at it as to what we do yeah. and, and you know, we, um, we have customers like Rogers has customers, mm-hmm. um, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, uh, empathize where you can, mm-hmm. um, be professional and try to deal with any issues in a timely manner and bring them to a resolve. Um, you know, it's a lot harder to gain a new customer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you want to try to keep what you have. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's something else I've probably learned that, you know, sometimes in business <laughs> you have to fire a customer. Yeah. Uh, you have certain customers that you're just not going to satisfy, but, um, much easier, I think, to try to retain than it is to gain. So, right. Um, but being moral and ethical is that's the that's the way, the and that's why you are where you are today. Right. And I want to know you've been there for nine years next month, and yeah. uh, you know you're there. You've been there a while. What are your current goals? What What are you trying? What, what's next? What do you want to do or achieve? Well, I, you know, the challenge is uh, we have a lot of folks that are getting into the older age, retirement age. So I have a few team leaders that are going to be retiring. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to replace them with somebody just as strong and good as they are. Yeah. Uh, And to be honest with you, that's, you know, over the next two to three years, I myself probably will be yeah. in that retirement age. Yeah. So my goal uh, maintained <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, keep the ship sailing until it's time for me to... What are you going to do when you retire? What are you going to do? Well, I enjoy a little bit of golf. Yeah. Um, I like playing in the yard and yeah. uh, keeping things looking good and cars and uh, don't hunt, don't fish like I used to, mm-hmm. but I think I can find things to do. <laughs> and I may work part-time. Who knows? Well, you, know? you have really cool cars. Yeah. I'm always excited <laughs> to see what you're driving. You <laughs> I go. keep up. What is on your license plate? What is it on your license plate? Joe Rock. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. Yes. That's <laughs> you can it. definitely see you coming. So <laughs> I love your cool cars. Um, so... You lead over a hundred people, mm-hmm. and as a growing business, Joey and I are always looking for advice on, you know, how we can grow a team that big, and you know what kind of characteristics we need. And so, what would be some advice you would give us as we are growing a company and leading a team? Wow, that's a good one. Um, because one of the biggest things I would say that I've seen in my career. Is a changing workforce. Yeah, it's it's a much different, uh, which takes different management uh, of. So, um, just being creative. I think today's worker likes uh, to be recognized even more so than 
yeah people I'm it's right uh, for myself like right I didn't expect it where mm-hmm. I think we have to learn to deal with that and go yep. ahead and, and do it mm-hmm. um, but I also think people like to feel involved mm-hmm. uh, so anytime you thinking of doing something a little different mm-hmm. I think bringing them into the nice. decision-making yep. uh, helps mm-hmm. because everybody likes to feel a part of what they may be doing right uh, instead of being just told what to do uh, so I mean it's it's a challenge um, it, it, but it's a good one I mean we got a lot of good creative uh, young people and a lot of good hard workers that mm-hmm. um, it's just a different way than what you know my age group was type of thing so that, that's been a challenge mm-hmm. and a growth opportunity mm-hmm. for me is to learn how to deal with with these generations mm-hmm. so so this is your chance then because I know that you guys are always hiring and it looks like you have some leadership roles that are be- yes. going to be coming available yes. and, and all all types of roles that are available at Davenport all the time. So I want to hear all about it. And, you know, we have a lot of people listening that may be looking to make a switch or they're listening to you and they want to be on your team <laughs> because they love what you're saying and want to work with you. So well. what... Can you tell us about Davenport? Biggest thing about Davenport is, you know, we're a good, vibrant company. We've been around since 1941, so we're over 80 years in the business. Mm -hmm. That says a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're in a growth mode, so we're looking, always looking for the right acquisition. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, why come to work at Davenport? Basically, because we're a good family. Yep. Uh, which over the course of my career, I've worked family, I've worked large corporation, and it's a much better feel uh, with a family company. So, yes, I got uh, right here in South Boston. Uh, I'm going to hate to uh, see him go, but Lester yeah, right. is uh, going to be hanging it up oh, here in April, man. and we're currently looking for his replacement. Uh, so. Everyone knows Lester. Everyone knows Lester. Yes. Yeah. Well, good for him, but I hate that you're losing him. It's, it's a big void. It's, yeah. it's, uh, these roles are not easy. But, yeah. Uh, so, and, you know, we've got some salespeople uh, within two to three years, uh, one in Chatham, one in Danville that are going to be retiring. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, like you, I mean, uh, the labor market is, is is very challenging today probably the most challenging I've seen it in my 37 years but um, you know service technicians yeah uh, people mm-hmm. uh, that are skilled we've got a few openings for that uh, but all in all we're, we're pretty fortunate comparative that we don't have large turner turnover that's so amazing that kind of tells it's because you you're a team right and that shows right. that you're a family right Yep. So, well, uh, you know, I know that after hearing this, a lot of people will be banging down the door for jobs. So, uh, all right. we'll make sure that uh, we post all the information and where you can go and, and apply if you are interested. So, um, I'll make sure that is in the episode notes. So, the the question we end everything with: If you could have dinner with anyone, <laughs> who would it be? Well. Um, Somebody that affected me early on in, in my career as a person uh, was Dell Earnhardt. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was a quiet type of guy. Um, 
but the way he went to you know went to work in his business uh he was all about winning mm-hmm. um and uh but a big heart um he, he kind of was a gruff guy but i think i <laughs> really enjoyed sitting down and just chatting with him because uh, i can see that he was uh he was something else. I mean, you, you didn't learn a lot about his big heart until after it's true. his accident and, and what he did for people and didn't want any recognition for what he did and the local churches that he would do. And But he just, uh, I just liked the way he went about his business. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he liked to win. And, you know, you can't win at all costs, but... Um, you you got to have that drive. And I, I guess I've tried to pick up and yes. that drive that he has. Yes, and I can see that. Are you still an NASCAR fan? I am. Not not as much, but I still am pretty pretty big. I'm more into the Saturday night racing. Okay. So, yes, the yeah. short track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got to know, yeah. who are your drivers? Well, <laughs> another good customer of ours, uh, Sellers uh, Brothers Excavating in Danville. Yes. So I'm a Peyton fan and... Uh, we just had him on the podcast a Did couple weeks really? ago, so you'll have to, yeah. yeah, yes, okay. it has, it, you're actually getting an inside view because it hasn't posted yet, so oh. you'll get to, you'll have to All listen right. to that one. That's great. Yes, That's great. so you're a Peyton fan. I'm a Peyton fan. Okay. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it. Uh, that's a good family. I've yeah. got to know him over time and they're just good people. Yes. Good people. Yeah. Uh, Again, they're big-hearted people as well. But yeah, I like I like NASCAR. Yeah, I used to travel to a lot of tracks when I was younger, and my wife would let me. So, yeah, yeah, it's so a fun sport. time. We're big NASCAR fans around here too. Yeah, and a Steelers fan. Yes, you know I go with the good, bad, or indifferent, and this is not a good year <laughs> so far. But I don't. I stay on the bandwagon. With yeah, them and uh, I'm a big hockey fan as well. I love hockey. Uh huh. And I see your celebrations. You're a celebration kind of guy. Like, and I just admire that about you because you know you're going to have fun if you're in the room. And I just um, really look up to that and and know that you you celebrate just sitting here with you. You celebrate life. You celebrate your career. And you celebrate wins and, you know, teams. And it's just, you know, not enough people do that. And I just appreciate when I'm in the room with someone that actually celebrates what's going on in their life. Well, good. I'm glad you do. I mean, uh, you know, life is but, you know, it's a short, it's, you don't know, right? Yeah. So don't waste the time, you know, be as happy as you can and enjoy life and celebrate. Yeah. And we always say, you know, in business, there's one emotion and that's celebration. And right. so I can see that on you. And I just appreciate you spending time with me today and getting to know you better and your background. And and I really look up to you a lot. So well, that means a lot too. <laughs> <Yeah. me. laughs> and I just appreciate you um, spending your afternoon with me. So well, thank great. you. I've enjoyed it. Yes. And thank you everyone for listening and, you know, continue giving me the feedback and letting me know what you want to hear more of and, and just continue being successful in life and being the leader that you are. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. We'll see you next week.